tuned in to the Catholic Avengers with Jeff Kassab and Pilaris Haki, brought to you by the Eastern Catholic Reevangelization Center. All right, welcome our audience to another episode of the uh, Genesis 4 Night. Well, we don't call it that. We're the Catholic Avengers Catholic podcast. Avengers. For God's sake, it's only our 14th episode. You think 15, I know this by 15. now? Is it really? 15th, yeah. Well, anyway, they don't care about which episode it is. Jeff Kassab! <laughs> what's up, what's Pilar? What's up, my man? What's I like, up, your, I like your Hulk up? smash shirt. Do you? Yeah, I do. It's not bad. I know, right? It really fits you well. Let me see. Get ready to smash something. Smash. I uh, smash. I have an an Iron Man shirt, but I didn't wear it. Why? Because I forgot everything today. If you notice, I don't have the guys today. If you do, I do. We do. Only reason we have that is because I keep it here. (laughs) Our producer Omar is nice enough to let me keep it here because I keep forgetting it at his house. We got a producer. He's the best. Our producer Omar. I, I don't know. I didn't, it just sounds so professional. All of this magic happens based on his skills, his abilities. That that's amazing. Are way better than anything you and I can produce in the microphone. <laughs> that man. is amazing. So how you been, man? I'm doing good, man. You were, I miss you. You bro. were complaining that you don't see me as much as you. I, used to. I have. A, yeah, I don't. I don't. That's know. your fault. Well, no, I think it's ever since the, your kids started school. I know you guys yeah, are busy. So and I mean, it's been a week. Stuff going on. I, mean, I, I haven't seen you in a month. You close. You're the, blame that. Close the pool. Not true. Pool? I got another week. Really? We're swimming it yesterday, Jeff. Huh. My pool's so clear. It's the end of the season. I know. It's the end it of the season, all year man. To figure it out, what do you I mean feel, it's I'm so like, clear? I feel like I'm swimming at the Four Seasons. <laughs> you should see this thing. The only thing that's bad is it's so clear I can see the dirt on the bottom of the pool that I haven't been able to clean. It's just staring. But it's not a lot, and I'm so happy. But now oh, it's too cold to swim. Is it? I'm a mess, man. How's the is the water everything warm? Is, everything. is the heater working? Uh, well, yeah, I'm, I'm paying through the nose for natural gas to keep it heated for the <laughs> once every ten days we swim in it. But you know, my kids love me, so it's fine. I don't care about That's you. That's the main thing, right? That's it's all that matters. If I can buy their love, I'm going to do it every single time. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, well, there's been a lot going on, though, man. Honestly, I just I haven't seen you. We don't talk <sighs> anymore. I found, I, out, I found out you cut your finger. I didn't even know. So I destroyed on, my man. thumb. Cut your finger is is the most inaccurate way to represent what happened to me. I sliced my thumb open almost to the bone. Oh my god! By being an idiot. You're not gonna ask me how I did it. Well, I, you're not gonna ask me how I did it. You know, I, I, I gotta save the audience. The audience wants to know how I did it. I'm not gonna do it. it. <laughs> Just soak it up. Soak it up. So I did, how did you do it? I did it shooting. I did it. At, at the, the gun range? At the gun range. Was your first, you never shot a gun before? I shot a gun before once when I was little, and I don't <laughs> remember. And it was at the gun range, and it was literally with my buddy. And I have a small little gun that I bought because everybody bought a gun at the same time. And yeah. I figured, I, should, I don't want to be yeah. left behind. <laughs> I was the last guy to buy the toilet paper. That was a problem. I was the last guy to buy a bottle of water. That was a problem. So I didn't want to be the last guy to buy a gun. Yeah, smart, so smart. I bought a gun. And then smart. we went to the range, and he was like, do this. And he was showing <sighs> me how to do it. And literally, he just got done showing me how to do it. My first shot, I had my thumb too high. Oh my that God. slide comes back at 10 <sighs> million miles an hour and so just powerful. ripped my thumb open. I didn't even, I mean, I felt it, but yeah. I was like, oh, it nicked me, no big deal. And I had seven rounds, and I was shooting. And I got done, and I looked down, and <laughs> there's blood everywhere. Just shoot it. Blood shooting out of the side of my hand. Oh anyway, my long story short, I have full range of motion back, finally. <laughs> so we're good to you go. Say, it's unreal how much power those those uh, I, they, they have, even a little gun like that. Yeah, well, I went and I bought a bigger gun after that. Because I was like, <laughs> I, I, have, I have big, fat hands. And, and, and if I'm going to shoot at somebody, if I miss and I shoot my own thumb off, basically, oh, not super yeah, great for own self-defense. Yeah. Anyway, that's fine. That's, un- that's one of the better things that's happened to me over the course of the last month it's anyway. It's been crazy. It's been, been a long, it's been a long yeah, month, Jeff. It really has. It's been a long couple of years. I know. How long have I known you? Uh, too long. It's been a long it's time too long. since too I've long. known you. It feels I like... I still remember the first day. I, it was a cold day and whatever, but cloudy. I remember the first day I met you, man. Yeah. It, it was at... Uh, it's all been uh, downhill since then. I don't know. It's... 
Anyway, if you could take any advice, know, if you learn anything from our podcast, it's really pick your friends wisely. They can really bring you down. They can mess up your whole life. Speaking of friends, I mean... Don't talk about them. I don't want to talk about them. I know what you're going to say. You're going to bring up Joe Stefan? Don't. Listen, Joe's, don't. Joe's, my, Joe's my boy. I can't. Okay? I, love, I, I love Joe Stefan. He's Un, my boy. Unforgivable. He, this guy. I, he, he knows... I, this I is the part bag. of the show where we usually make fun of DeLone. Yeah. We're not doing that No, today. DeLone, we're going to leave... No, DeLone actually... Actually, DeLone stood up for us that... Okay. So, anyways, don't a, say anything nice about DeLone. We don't a, have to make fun of him, but I'm not going to sit here and let you talk nice about him. <laughs> all right, all right. All right. There's a men's group we started last week at St. Thomas Church, Yes, right? yeah. And um, the there's church. another one starting at St. George in, mm-hmm. a, in, in October, if anybody wants to go to those. They're great. Um, we're talking about men of the Bible, the six covenants. Uh, we started with Adam. We're going to do Noah next week. So it's every other, every other Thursday. Jeff, is there food there? Hang on. Yeah, uh, no, there isn't. That's the only thing they're listening to. Okay, there's not. They're not coming. <laughs> so it's every other Thursday, not this Thursday, the next one. And it's at uh, 8.30 at St. Thomas Church in the basement. We ask all men to come. It's awesome. Bring, Anyways, your, own bring your own food. We had a small group discussion after. We're all sitting. There's about 30 of us sitting in a big, small group. And we're talking about weapons that we have at our disposal. I heard this story. I'm right? sick. I'm to sick to my stomach. To fight the devil. To fight Satan. Yep. So everyone's like, what kind of... We got scripture. We got the rosary. We got saints. We got novenas, angels. Great conversation. Everything. Makes Great, happen. Right? Great conversation. Joe and then- Stephan is sitting across the room from me. Of course, he does not make eye contact with me wow. at all. Of course right? he wouldn't. Not when he's about to he's say what he's talking, about to say. Yeah, we have these weapons like the superheroes and just like Batman and his utility belt. Batman. What? Batman. Batman and your utility so belt? So basically what he did was he got up, what? walked in front of you, and spit in your face. Right? That's what he did. I mean, I, I just... I looked. I looked at Delone, and we looked at each other. And Joe's not looking at me. I'm like, he wouldn't. How could you look? You can't face these people after that. Say, how could he even bring up a DC comic guy? This, First of all, so then, anyways, the whole the rest of the night, he doesn't make eye contact. Of course, we, we get done. Can't believe you guys didn't Delone, kick him out. Delone. Now, as much as we talk, we're about not Delone, saying anything nice. Captain America. He stood up. He he he. He's he, not Captain America anymore. No, he is. He changed. I, no, Captain America has took, changed. He took initiative. Google he, it. He was the captain, and he said. <laughs> Joe, you have the hammer. All you got to do is put the hammer down, and and Satan is gone. And here apparently, Joe Stefan talks about. Apparently, he forgot. Talks about the utility you know what? belt. You know what, Batman. Joe Stefan, aka Joe Stefan, is known as Thor. If Thor, you guys don't know that, and here this guy talks about. Nope. Listen, the utility. You are so, you are whatever, formally man. you are formally uninvited from the Catholic Avengers podcast forever. <laughs> and if you would like to attend a podcast, you can go join Sean Ar's podcast. Oh, uh, speaking of you Sean, have, you could have him. Speaking of Sean Ar, unbelievable. Since you got on the subject no, of Sean Ar, we're not saying anything nice about him, are we? We're not. No, ECRC does pay us to say nice things <laughs> yeah, about him at the end. Yeah. So yesterday was Stride for Seminarians. Oh yeah, By yeah. The way, we missed you guys. Yeah, that's okay. It was a we're great cause. Um, there was about six hundred people there wow. um, raising funds. for for the seminarians to go to school and to yeah. to um, for their education. It was great. We, we do uh, did very well. So anyways, we're walking in the track, and I see Silvana and Sean's wife. I've known her for years. Just a wonderful lady. Of course, a saint. She's so married nice. to that guy? She really is a saint. She's a great lady. I said, Silvana, listen, where's your husband? She's like, he went to the car. I go, when you see him, tell him to walk on the other side wow. of the track. I don't want him on the same that's, side that's, as me. That's good advice. She's like, I yeah, get you don't it. want to start no. something. She's like, I get it. I get it. Yeah. She's like, like, yeah. his wife's like, I get it. Yeah. I'll tell him. I'm like, All right. <laughs> Anyways, we start walking a little bit. A few minutes later, I seen her. I ran into him. I'm like, oh my god. He's with his mom, yeah, wife, and the kids. His mom comes up to me. This Uh-oh. guy's such a tattletale. Oh no. He goes, tells his mom that, that we make fun of him on wow. our podcast. Wow. 
he got mom involved. Yeah. Should we so chill? His mom, his mom knows you. He's nice, super oh, nice. Man. Like, she goes, Jeff, excuse me. Are you the one that makes fun of my son on your show? I'm like, ah, I'm like, I do, you know, Auntie, I'm like, yeah. you know, I, I love Sean. We would never do that. It's not us. Is it the other guy on your show? I'm like, no. I'm like, you know you, who it is? It's Ennis from the Salty Cat. Wow. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Wait till I see Ennis, see what I'm going to do to him. Yeah. So, you know, I. So we got to blame Ennis. I, got, I can I do that. I got but, Can we rewind the show so I can stop making fun of, I already made fun of Sean. Okay, let's see. Khaltu, I'm sorry. Why, I love you. Why would you tell your mom we make He's fun a tattletale. <laughs> He's a tattletale. Does it surprise you? He's a DC know, Comics man. guy. I don't understand this guy, man. Wow. As much as I try to like him, he just yeah, does yeah, things. Look what he does. I don't know. How are you supposed to trust him after that? I don't know, man. Tell your mom. She came He's up to soft, me and yeah. she just. Producer Omar called you a snowflake. I tell you, he's your producer too, by the way, Sean. His kids, man, his kids are adorable. They're beautiful. Thank God they look like his wife. They're they're amazing. Poor guy. What are you gonna do? Sorry, Khaltu. By the way, you didn't have to. You didn't have to tell the the audience that Khaltu means auntie. I know when you look at me, you see somebody who looks totally white and would understand Chaldean, but like the audience should know. No, but we have a lot of white people that listen to our show. They're all Chaldean. Can we call them white? Why not? White. Is that politically what, what correct these calling, days? What do we call them? Non Chaldeans? Nah, non Chaldeans. All right. You're so racist. Whatever. I'm not racist. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all racist. But, what do you mean? How about you're white? You're my best friend. You're white. Are you How allowed to say that? I don't know if you can say that. <laughs> what am I supposed to say? I'm moving your laptop so we can see your Hulk shirt. That's oh, okay. not, I'm not trying to play with you, but anyway. <laughs> do we have a topic today? What the hell are we talking about? Heck, are we talking about? I'm going to get in trouble by it's, it's recording. It's live. Hi. Hi, Laura. You're the best wife ever. Ahlam says I never say hi to her. Hi, Ahlam. Your husband is going to be doing this the whole time. Time. No, I don't stop hulking out on a water bottle. It's his third water bottle today. Do we have a topic today? I don't know what we're talking about. I don't even want to do this anymore. <laughs> no, nobody downloads our podcast. It's for five people watching. Uh, Hi, five people. Tell five this. of your look, friends. How sad is this? You have 10 kids and your wife is 11. Yeah. And I have a Hlam and yeah. the two kids, yeah. right? That's like 14. Yeah. We can't even get a 14. Can't even people much. To what do you mean? Lives. If I'm on, they're our family. If I'm on in the background in one of the kids' rooms right now, I'm so happy. Zero <laughs> percent chance. Anyway. I, I ask I get on my hand Did you watch the podcast Sometimes she answers Sometimes she Jeff, doesn't Jeff I mean listen I, you Would know, you watch our podcast It's not that great Yeah I would watch it it's, I mean you know I Whatever, know. whatever. You're, you're a narcissist That's the only reason Anyways our topic is forgiveness. <laughs> forgiveness Forgiveness What an important topic Yeah it is I do it so much with you But I, I really want to <laughs> That's why I'm making, you, I'm making you holy that way <laughs> This is what purgatory feels like Being my friend <laughs> Oh man you don't know What purgatory's like Oh you just don't know <laughs> Oh my goodness Oh my gosh Court of the day Ahlam says she's here, by the way. Oh, is she? Hi, Ahlam. Hey, hi, Ahlam. Hi. hi. All right, anyway, quote of, of the day. Quote of the day. Of course. Bishop Fulton Sheen. Bishop Fulton Sheen. Mm-hmm. Here's what he says about forgiveness. If a box is filled with salt, it cannot be filled with sand. And if our hearts are filled with hatred of our neighbor, how can God fill them with his love? We must forgive others, for on no other condition will our own sins be forgiven. It is as simple as that. There can be, there can be, and there will be no mercy toward us unless we ourselves are merciful. The real test of Christians then is not how much he loves his friends, but how much he loves his enemies. Wow, he never stops amazing. Right? This guy. So that just, I mean, I love you so much. No, I, mean, I, I, love, me, I love gonna, my you're enemies. You're gonna make me. Oh, yeah, I love my enemies. Here, I thought you were saying something nice. <laughs> 
You're making me blush for a second. This feels better, though. This is much more natural. What's he saying there? If we don't forgive, wow. we won't be forgiven. What's yeah. that sound like? I mean, Jesus, you'll see in the scripture. We're going to read a couple of scripture passages. Yeah. The straight from the mouth of Jesus. Oh, it's our, our Lord's prayer, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. Forgive us our trespasses as, as we, we forgive those who trespass. And notice against how he us. says, as, as we, we means yeah. we're supposed to. Yeah. Well, we're, we're telling God in that prayer, I will forgive people the way you the way I forgive. Yeah. Or I'm sorry, forgive me the way I forgive, I forgive. people. And it's sometimes how do we forgive? If we, we don't. don't. So what are we, we saying? Don't. don't forgive me. Right. Man. And is there anything is there anything better about our faith than knowing that no matter what I do, I can I'm one confession away from being in communion with Christ. One confession one con- away wow. from from Him forgiving me. That that amount of mercy. No matter what I do. Where'd you learn that from? Because I know you didn't come down on your own. No, you told That's me. That's very good. You told, you told me. No, Josh. I didn't. You told- <laughs> You're from somewhere. I learned at the seminary. This guy oh, maybe from Father Pierre. No, he no. hasn't taught me anything. Actually, <laughs> frankly, he's put I, my he's put my soul in jeopardy many times. Seriously. <laughs> I want to run into one person to say something positive about him. Well, most people would say more things about him, but you can't ever see him. You know, you know where he is. He's too busy. He's busy. You can't find him. Oh, especially now he's at a parish. He's oh my, pastor. his parish. He's, going to, he's got classes. Oh it's a whole gosh, thing now, yeah. man. He's killing me. Supposedly he's got this canon law class. Nobody, nobody he, believes that. It goes like once a week. Nobody believes that. He's online one hour a day. You know, one hour a week. Talks about homework. What do you need? What do you need with canon law? This guy. I mean, if I, if I, he's an Eastern right, and he's going to Latin right canon law. How does that make any sense, man? If, what, I, if, if I see, I, this is now turned reverse on me. If I see Father Pierre on Christmas and Easter, that I'm lucky now. <laughs> what are you gonna do? It's your fault you invite him to your house in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> Who said I invited him? He just has my address. Oh my gosh, man! So no, I did not hear about that from Bob Pierre. I heard it from you, Jeff. Yeah, listen, honestly, I you know we've known I've known so many people that have gone so long Ugh. with with not forgiving, and you know what happens, Pilar? They just they're not at peace. They're, They're miserable. Peace. You know, they have they have so much hatred. Yeah. They have so much anger. They have so much like bitterness. Yeah. It's a it's a miserable way to live. I've been there. I mean, I've been there. I I, I really struggle. I don't. I'm, I, I've struggled with it even recently, where it's like you have something happens and you got you're just like repeating this the, this thing this person did wrong for you in your head oh. over and over again, and you're and you can't sleep and you're raging out all the whole time. About. It's all you think about, and you can see how consuming it can be yeah. and take over your life. Yeah. And the other person <clears throat> probably doesn't even you know, doesn't even care doesn't even know. Doesn't even think about it. The the I I was I you know who Zig Ziglar is? You ever heard of Zig Ziglar? Zig Ziglar, yeah, yeah, you know Zig Ziglar, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, he's the best. Anyway, I, used, I I listened to him one time, a long time ago, and he he talks about a story where like this guy, you're driving to work, and all of a sudden you get cut off, and you're you're driving the highway, some guy cuts you off, gets off the highway, and you're honking the horn, you're losing your mind, you're cussing and swearing at this guy the whole way home, you're you're, you're or the whole way to work, you're upset about it, you're at work, you're going crazy about it, you get home, you're mad at your wife That's and kids crazy. about it, you can see the cat, you kick the cat, you lose your mind, right? Meanwhile, that guy who cut you off had no idea he cut you yeah. off. He went had went to work, had a great day. Oh, my God. He's fine. Yeah. Who's miserable? You're miserable. You're miserable. Right? And it's the same thing. What, what Archbishop Fulton Sheen says, if yeah. our hearts are filled with salt, you can't fill it with sand. sand. If you're just raging out all the time, angry yeah. all day, where is there room for the Lord? There isn't. That, that comment, if your box is filled with salt, is driving me to Ennis. <laughs> he's filled with salt, man. So salty. He just, he's really filled with salt. He is a salt container. Honestly, like yesterday, I, call, I called him. Like I picked him with the phone. I'm like, can I speak to Marcelino, his son? Yeah. I want to talk to him. Yeah, well, why would you? You don't want to talk to him? Like, I don't believe no, you. I want to talk to Marcelino. <laughs> if, I, if I want to talk to Ennis, I'll listen to his podcast. His, his son doesn't even talk to him. He calls me. I want to talk to him with Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Oh my gosh! No, yeah. it's so true, though. I mean, it is. It, there's, there's really, there's, there's a few reasons why. And this, again, not saying this is an easy thing to do, but you know, Archbishop Fulton Sheen, he hits it on the head. There's two reasons why you have to forgive for you, 
for your own sanity, yeah. for your own joy, but then also for God. For God. God is saying that I'm calling you to forgive. I forgive you. Yeah. Well, you know, forgiveness came from very beginning. We actually we talked about this last week in our men's group. A guy asked, "Was Adam forgiven mm-hmm. of of his of his the, the you know the yeah. original sin? Was he because it's called the sin of Adam, right? Was he forgiven? Well, it, what, the covenant that God built with him then that was the forgiveness because every time there's a covenant, yeah. it's it's a covenant between man and God, and they're able to continue keep going. If there is no covenant between God and man. It's over. Yeah. It's done, right? Yeah. So Adam, Adam, there there was a chance for Adam to um, forgive and, you know, for what he did, you know, for disobeying God. And God intended forgiveness for us. I mean, from the beginning, God knew that we were going to need somehow, some way to be reconciled with him. You yeah. Know? And, and in, of course, in scripture, it's done, you know, in the Old Testament, it's done a little bit differently than it is in the New Testament. Jesus, Jesus came to fulfill the law and he gave us the sacrament of reconciliation, which we'll talk about later. Oh, confession. Right? What confession. a beautiful, oh, what a amazing powerful sacrament. Thing. Yeah, yeah. I have seen, are we, when are we going to talk about later? We can should talk I hold about on to it. Can no, we no, talk no, about it got, now? You got something that's on your All heart. Right. Right. Here's, here's something that's on my heart. And here, here's something that's on my heart. I have seen. Now I am the I am the beneficiary of confession. I mean, I've re- the, the graces I receive in confession. You know, Laura and I try to go at least once a month. I usually screw up more than that. Yeah, so I'm usually in confession every other week, more than likely. Um, but it, it living no matter what I do, right? You're either you're either moving away from God or you're moving towards God. Yeah. And no matter what I do, whether it's drinking too much or 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 not being able to forgive somebody else or whatever mortal sin I'm creating in my own life, I know all I have to do is find my way to a priest. Yeah. And when he says those words that I'm forgiven, right? That he's resolving me of my sins through the blood of Jesus. Yeah. It's so powerful. I the know. amount of, I've never not felt a total amount of peace and grace flood me in that moment. Never not. I've been to confession hundreds of times yeah. now. I've never not felt that. Wow. And there was, so powerful. I, I've, I've seen, there was a guy, I'm, I'll try not to describe him too much because I don't want to give away his identity, but I was on a retreat where there was a guy on this retreat that um, he hadn't been to confession since he was first communion. Wow. It, I don't even know if he'd gone. And this guy was in his 40s. Wow. And this guy, you could tell, had, a, had lived a rough life. Yeah. And pretty hard dude. And when it was time we were doing confession on the retreat, he was a little hesitant. We kind of convinced him as leaders to do confession. Jeff, this guy was in confessional for half hour maybe. He came out a new man. Wow. Sobbing like a baby. That's amazing. So grateful that we pushed him to do it. I mean, happier than I've ever seen somebody. I've never seen someone do such a 180 from misery to happy to joy. Wow. And he... Up until that moment in the retreat, I didn't hear him say a word. After that, you couldn't get him to stop talking. Oh, my. That's the power of the Holy Spirit. Oh, my Lord, yeah. Jeff, the, the the power of confession. And, you know, people that haven't been in confession in so long and they go for the first time, honestly, that's most people's reaction is what you described. They all feel the same way. Yeah. That and when they get out of confession, they just feel like a sense of, it, it, it really is, it's a sense of renewal. Oh, You're a new person. He was a You're new a new person man. in Christ. He was a new you know? man. And I, I'll never forget that moment and and. and that watching somebody transform like that and to see in such real time in such a real way of the Holy Spirit work 
Like I've never seen that before. Wow. And I don't know that I've seen it like that since. So the power of confession is amazing. That's awesome. It's such a beautiful testimony. You know, uh, I don't know if sometimes we can visualize what happens at confession, but actually Archbishop Fulton Sheen Does said he describe it? In his, one oh, of his amazing. talks I listened to, it was actually on forgiveness. And he said that in the confessional, he said sometimes we go in there and we really don't know what's happening. We know that there's a sacrament and the priest says, I absolve you in your sins in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Yeah. But what's truly happening? As the priest is absolving you from your sins, sometimes if you don't do it face to face, you don't see him. Yeah. He lifts up his hand to do the sign of the cross and the blood of Jesus wow. comes down from the hands of the priest and washes all over your body and your sins fall to the ground through the blood of Christ, through the pants of the priest. Man, I'm getting chills. Yeah, that's why, when, that's why when they say, in Jesus' name, you're, I forgive you, because yeah. they're actually in persona Christi, which means they're in the place of Christ. Yeah. So it's the blood of Christ yeah. that's washing away your sins. Yeah. So when you leave out of there, even, I, I just you just said that there hasn't been a time where I haven't felt forgiven. Yeah. Even if you don't feel forgiven, yeah. you are. You have wow. to know that you're forgiven. Because it's the trick of the devil when you to leave confession to tell you and you don't feel that cleanliness yeah, yeah. or forgiveness it's the trick of the devil to tell you you're not forgiven Man. who are you for god to forgive you but it's not a feeling we know it's that you're forgiven the, it's a yeah. sacrament sacraments are not feelings right yeah. it's it's an initiation of grace yeah. that's given to you by Jesus Christ and man it's so powerful i'm a sap i cry at every movie so i mean i mean i'm always feeling stuff i'm a feels guy <laughs> yeah yeah but you're right it's not about the feeling it's not it's not i mean what do you say to somebody like I, I, look i hadn't been to confession i went when i was 7 for first communion yeah and I, I think I lied about my sins like everybody else does because you don't know what to say. Um, I, my brother is a mean knowing and I hit him. Well, I, maybe that was true. I'm yeah. sure I hit him. Uh, sorry, bro, if you're listening, but I, I'm, I'm sure I did. But then I went right before we got married. They, oh, wow. right the night before married, they, well, the, yeah, the father to, to, he was go. like, we're going. So we did it. That was awesome. Yeah. Uh, so I had been like 17 years or whatever, 16 wow. years. And then I didn't go again until I was 30. Wow. And then when I went now, I and mean, ever since I was 30, I've been, and I, like I said, going very regularly. Yeah. But like I can remember feeling terrified to go. Talk about yeah. a trick of the devil. Yeah. The shame. Sure. You can't go tell this priest these things. Yeah. What's he going to say? It's How, he'll, he'll never look at you the same yeah. way. You know, he'll tell people. What do you say to people like that? Which try to get, I mean, it's, it's you know, real. It's a real It, it is. It is. And I, honestly, the, the priest will tell you, listen, whatever you're telling us, it's not something we haven't heard. And, you know, honestly, it's a gift from God that whatever sins you tell them, it's almost, they, they just forget it. They don't, they don't remember it. When they see you next time, oh, they don't say, hey, you're the guy that did so-and-so. Yeah. It doesn't even come to their mind. I have there's a there's a priest I know who's my cousin who were named nameless yeah. because this was actually a good thing he said. He told me, he explained it to me one day. He's like he's like, Flar, if you go to a restaurant like every week, you go like once a week, go to a restaurant, even if you go all the time. He's like, and you you know, you have a waiter you have a waiter the same waiter every time. He's like if you're the waiter, if I could it's like it's like me coming in two years later and being like, Hey, I'll have what I had last time. She doesn't remember. She doesn't remember, yeah. There's there's hundreds of people in between when she sees you. She doesn't know what who you are or what yeah. you did. And that's yeah. he, that's what he said it's like. He's like, I have so many people I'm doing confession for. I'm not putting names to faces, nor do I care. Yeah. He's like, he doesn't care. He's just, he's there. And like you he said, doesn't care, he, he doesn't care about anything. He, yeah. guy, okay, it was Father Pierre. <laughs> yeah, it was Father Pierre. You were able to pick up on it. Well, well you're good at this. <laughs> but the power of confession, and how important is it? Why is it so important? I guess from a theological standpoint, Jeff, I know that for me, it 
when I'm close to God, I actually, well, I should say, when I'm far from God, yeah. when I have mortal sin on my soul, everything in my life is a little bit darker. It's a little bit harder to stay you're, spiritually strong. You're off. You're just totally you're off. off. Yeah, you're hundred percent. It's it's just because you're not. You don't have that connection with God yeah. anymore, right? But the, the the amazing thing is that sometimes we say, "Well, I'm in mortal sin, and I don't feel like praying because I just I, I don't I'm not connected with God no more, and I can't do anything good." But that's not true because no. you know when we actually when we're in mortal sin and we go to confession, you know, it's not, it's, yes, it's us saying, I want to go, but it's actually the grace of God moving in you and saying, mm-hmm. Pilar, go to confession. The Holy Spirit. And you go. Yeah. So you, it's, it's really wrong to say, a lot of people say, well, I'm in mortal sin. I'm just going to continue Ugh. in whatever habitual sin I was doing. Man, that's the devil that's the telling devil. you, just keep doing it. Just, but no, fall in the, if you fall in a state of mortal sin, as soon as whatever you've done, as soon as you're done, you say an act of contrition, right? Yeah. At least, at least so you're forgiven. Because once you say that act of contrition, at least there's some type of forgiveness there, yeah. right? Until you get to confession. Wow, I never knew that. Yeah, yeah. Never, it's never, it's never. a safe way to you know, God forbid, in case you die mm-hmm. from now until you go. Yeah. At least you you if you're truly. I mean, you could say active contrition, but you're not truly sorry. Well, no, for There's sure. A difference. Yeah. You have to be truly sorry. And we, usually we are. After the mortal sin, we usually feel bad yeah. where it's time for repentance. And so we do active contrition until you get to confession ASAP. Wow. Yeah, it's very important. Well, People the, don't know that, uh, but I, it's very important uh, to do active contrition. You know, and, and, and <clears throat> we, you, we talk about I'm in mortal sin and I'm separated from God. There's a, there's a, there's a misconception, I think. I used to think this. I've sinned. Now God doesn't want to be with me. And I and I and I think you could say, well, if God was such a loving God, God cared about me, why would God separate himself from me? It's so backwards, another yeah. trick from the devil. I turned my back on God. Yeah, I is. walked away from if God. If that was the case, he would have never gave us the sacrament of reconciliation. I think of the prodigal son. Yeah, oh man. On top of the hill, story, on yeah. top of the hill, waiting for me. And it's, when he sees me in the distance, yeah, he comes, comes running. Out of the he comes, he running. comes running. He comes you. running to me. Yeah. He's waiting for me every single yeah. day. And when I go to confession, I think of that. I think I'm, I'm making that journey. And the whole time I'm making that journey to confession, I'm thinking, I can't believe I did this. I, I don't deserve forgiveness. Yeah. And I get there, and it's just like God pours that grace to me. He gives me that hug, like you hear in the story. And you get that. You get that what grace. A loving what a loving we father, have. man. You know, I, so many, so I, wish, I wish so many people, even, even Christians and Catholics, I, I don't think they really experience the real experience of the love of the Father. Oh. I think we dis I think we we distance him from us and make him look like just some powerful being that's in that's a creator of the universe and we cannot connect with him. But in reality, it's the, totally the opposite. I mean, he he sent us his son so he, we can have a relationship with, with the him. Father. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's such a loving father. We're made man. for love by oh, love. God gosh, is love. Man. That is awesome. That, God is good, man. God all the time. Is good. God, all the time. God is great. Look what oh, Jesus man. says about Let's go back to forgiveness, though, yeah, right? Yeah. And we talked about this from Matthew 6, 14. He says, for if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father also will forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Forgive us our trespasses right? as we forgive those who trespass against so us. That's the Lord's it's, Prayer. It's Same not, thing. It's Same not thing. enough just to say, 
you know, I you go to confession and I'm mad at this person. I forgive this person. You you have to go to that person at least to try to reconcile. Yeah. Wait, really? Look, what does Jesus tell them? Tell his disciples when they <clears throat> talks about that he tells them before you come to the altar, go make up with your brother, leave your leave gifts, your offering up, yeah, then come then make come up back. with your brother, then come back to the altar, yeah. right? And listen, if your brother doesn't want to make up or your sister, whoever, his friends, if they don't want to make up, at least you know that you tried. And it's on them. It's on them. You're at a state of peace. Yep. Now you can come to the altar and, and, and Listen, bring the gifts. It's, it's, it's an understatement of the century to say we're living in some divisive times right now. Oh. There's there's a lot of people who are harboring a lot of ill will and a lot of grudges. Yeah. There's families you're seeing being torn apart by a lot of what's going on in the world. And how much better of a world would we be if everybody lived by that edict? Oh, my right? gosh. Forgive us. Forgive, forgive, forgive trespasses. Yeah. Forgive. Right? If everybody were to be open to forgiving each other, or when I hurt somebody or they hurt me, I, I before anything else, I try and find a way to reconcile. Yeah. But people don't want to reconcile now. No. It's like a competition for how angry we can be. Who can I be angry at? How angry can I be I at know. them and for how long? I see people who hold it as a badge of honor, their, their grudge. Yeah. Oh, if somebody does this to me, they're dead to me. And yeah. they act like that's something to be proud about. Yeah, yeah. Think about that. And now what kind of, the devil is winning at every turn with yeah. all of this nonsense, man. Look, Jesus on the cross. I mean, I, you know, I tell people, picture wow, this. yeah. Jesus on the cross. He's been battered. He's been tortured. He's been whipped. He's been spit on. He's been sweared at. He's been beaten. He's been kicked. He's been dragged. He's got a cross carried. He's been to court. He's been mob. You name it. Strip on naked. the cross. Yeah. He tells the Father to forgive them, <laughs> for they do not know what they are doing. Wow. And here, you don't invite me to your pool, and I'm pissed <laughs> off. I mean, what the hell is going on? It was mad? green. It's not your fault. I mean, I'm not upset for you about being mad. But think about what people are mad about these days. Stupid things. Think about what they hold grudges and why families are ter getting torn apart of yeah. these days. Yeah. And, then, and, then, and then, look, the media is fanning the flames. Oh. Politics is fanning the flames. Heck, some things you hear out of the Vatican are, are, are yeah. fanning, fanning the yeah. themes. And, and it doesn't matter who you are or what part of the world you're living in, you're being divided every single day. You're being encouraged to not yeah. forgive. It's crazy. I, I just think forgiveness is such a big part of the gospel. Jesus tells Peter in Matthew 18, Peter comes up to him and says, Lord, how often should I forgive my brother that sins against me? He said 49 times, right? Oh, man, he said more than that. He, <laughs> Peter says seven times? Yeah. Jesus says to him, I do not say to you seven times, but 77 times. So Jesus is, he's just given him a number here. It's not the, yeah. it's not the, the number. He's given him something that is like, it's unfor, it's, there's no amount of times you can, you can forgive somebody because yeah. if that's the case, if that's the case, then after a day, the father, oh. we can't, the father will not forgive us anymore. <laughs> no. I mean, we ask for forgiveness so much, right? And God's mercy is endless, but, but people will sit there and say, I'm, I'm gonna say Chaldean. A lot of older Break it down. Chaldean ladies. They're like I'll translate. Like, like they don't they don't like they won't ask for forgiveness, they won't go to confession, they don't go to church. They'll say, you know, means God is merciful, he'll forgive me. Okay. I mean you you can't take that, you can't say that twenty four seven. God is merciful, but you have to make an initiative. Yeah. You have to go to confession, you have to pray, you gotta go to mass. Yeah. Then you can say 
God, God is, is merciful. merciful. You can't just sit on the couch and and stay in your sins and do whatever you want. And then when I ask you if you go to church, like, no, God is merciful. He understands me. No, listen, God. I'm sorry, God doesn't work that. God way. is merciful. Look at the prodigal son again. He's merciful, but he's he's also you also need to go to him. You, you need to come back. The father ran to the son because he saw the son. He's coming. He's coming. He's coming. He, but and he he stood at his window, yeah. looking for every him day. every day. And he, he is. didn't go out looking for him. I'm not saying that no. the God and Jesus, that God doesn't seek us. He does seek us in yeah. our hearts. But we have to go searching for. Him. Once we do, he'll come with open arms to us. Man. One of the most beautiful images in the Gospels mm. that I honestly it gives me goosebumps every single time. I. Maddie, you know how Maddie's doing some paintings yeah, and stuff? Yeah. I actually asked Maddie to paint this for me because it's so beautiful. Yeah. And I've seen actual paintings about it, but he talks about how, you know, you earthly shepherds, you know, you'll you'll leave the 99 to go find one. And 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 who doesn't rejoice when they found the one? And the the picture I saw is it's it's and I think he says in the gospels, he puts them on his shoulders and brings oh, them back. Yeah. yeah. Jesus comes to and he, and he puts he puts that that sheep that's run away yeah, on yeah. his oh, shoulders so and he brings it. What, what a beautiful, beautiful image! Because I see, I, honestly, I, I, the reason that brings me gets me so emotional is I was that sheep from I told you from you know seven years old. To, I don't know to, if Jesus to, can carry you on his shoulders. <laughs> it's it's a little harder now, <laughs> but I get that Peloton. Maybe I'll be a little easier for. I mean, he's God of the universe, so he could do whatever. But I'm just saying it would be easier. I should be Look, nicer. It's if you think about it, that's the craziest story in scripture. 99 doesn't make sense 99 Jesus leaves them and go after the one but it's not so crazy when you're the one no no, listen. Imagine that. I, when you're the one that he goes after, I was. That story's awesome. He put me. I. I mean, literally, my my kind of reversion back to the faith <clears> really <throat> is that story where I was completely lost, doing what I thought was right, Christian in name only, and all of a sudden I'm thrown. He's grabbed me and thrown me right into the in front of him in the ador, in adoration, wow. in front of the Eucharist and confession, and it's just like my whole world changed. I'm that, you know. I once heard there's a, there's an old I don't know parable or whatever. It's a joke. I don't not even a joke, but it, it, it gets the point across. There's a grandpa and a son walking on the beach, and there is hundreds of starfish that have drifted onto the shore. They're gonna die. Okay. And the grandpa and the son are walking, and the grandpa picks uh, one up and throws it back into the ocean to save his life. And the son, or the, the the grandson, looks at him and says, Grandpa. There's thousands of starfish. Like, what difference are you going to make throwing one back in the ocean? Yeah. And he tells his son, he said, for that fish, it made all the difference in the world. Wow. Right? That's, that's what we're, awesome, that's, that's what we're dealing with. Yeah. So if you're somebody, Jeff, if you're somebody, because we all know these people. I, I was, I am these person sometimes yeah. that's holding on to a grudge, that's holding on to hate, anger. I can't believe they did this. This is an unforgivable thing this person did to me. What what advice would you give to that person? Yeah. Well, look, it's not easy to forgive. Yeah, I mean, and and this is just our own broken human nature. We yeah. know it's difficult, right? And we can do nothing without Christ. Amen. It's very important. If you're struggling to forgive, you need to ask the Lord. Lord, please teach me how to forgive. Look, Matthew Matthew chapter six verse three. Look what he says. Now, whenever you stand praying, he says first. Look, and whenever you stand praying, comma, forgive, wow. comma. <laughs> wow. First thing, when you, start, when you start praying, first thing you do, forgive. Make room for the sand. You got to get rid of some of that salt. Right? Now, Ennis. how important is that? <laughs> Ennis, yeah. <laughs> if you have anything against anyone, 
Yeah. Anyone, anything is anyone. That's the first thing you do before you ask for anything is you ask for forgiveness. I mean, these are the words of Jesus, wow. right? Then he says, so that your father also who was in heaven may forgive you. Wow. How important is it? My brothers and sisters, if you're struggling with forgiveness, you can't do it alone. Ask the Lord. Go to prayer. The first thing you do, maybe in the beginning you might not say, Lord, I forgive this person. Maybe you should say, Lord, can you teach me to forgive? Yeah. Teach me how to forgive. Listen, I'm human. I don't know. Can't do there's it alone. No, there's nothing wrong with asking the Lord to teach you how to do things. No, I think our pride you know? our pride makes us feel like we can do everything on our own. Yeah. And I think sometimes the, the trials we go through, I know this is certainly true in my life, are God's way of saying, hey, stupid. You can't do this by yourself. You need me. Yeah. What, what would you say to somebody, though, that says, this is a very practical problem, the one that I've, I've dealt with, and I hear this all the time. If I forgive this person for that, they'll think it's okay. They'll do it again. I can't forgive this person for that. Because I'm saying, then I'm saying it's okay to do that to yeah. me. Uh, you know, forgiveness, listen, you forgive, you make your peace with that person, but there's nothing wrong with telling the person, listen, I forgive you and, and I, I have no grudges or anything against you, but I don't appreciate what you did. Yeah. And, I, and if you want our friendship to continue, I think that this part needs to stop. You, there's nothing wrong with that. You've said that to me like every other yeah, day. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Alar, I forgive you, but if your pool is green again, I'm not coming over. I mean, listen, it's very simple. You, you, know? peed, you peed in my pool, Jeff. That's why it's green. <laughs> no, he didn't. Not gonna turn green. <laughs> oh, it might have the Hulk. <laughs> Those gamma rays do some crazy oh things, my man. Gosh, Those man. gamma rays are a little nuts. Honestly, you know, uh, how about look, look, we're both married and we both do a lot of stuff oh, in marriage man. ministry. How important is forgiveness in your marriage? If you can't figure out how to forgive, first of all, Thank God I'm married to the woman that I am, oh. because that woman has forgiven me for some of the most crazy yeah. things you would ever hear, yeah, and yeah. she she shouldn't have in, yeah. in almost every instance. But if and and honestly, I honestly think that people are like to the point I was making earlier. How can I forgive this person? Let's say, how can I forgive my wife because then she'll think that's okay and she'll do that to me again? Listen, I am I have learned to forgive my wife by her example. The things she has forgiven me for have opened my heart to say I need to be more loving. I need. I'm, I'm giving you more, cutting you more slack. And again, oh. it's not to say that there haven't been things where it's been like, hey, I forgive you, but that's still not okay. Yeah, yeah. Most of the things are that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, and, and I take those that way. But to, and when we get in arguments, to be able to say, hey, I understand your side of it. Do you forgive me? And then to hear those words from her that says, I forgive you. Yeah. Don't have to do that again. <laughs> but I forgive you. I mean, it's, it, it, it de-escalates yeah. so fast, and it's so, so important. The, the biggest thing I see when we do, we're mentoring couples, Ahnam and I, is they just, the lack of forgiveness. And the, the thing is, even if they do forgive, they don't forget. They keep bringing up yeah, yeah. old problems and old yeah. things. And listen, they haven't really truly forgiven. Yeah, if you don't, forgiveness is a, it's a healing process. Yeah. You need to forgive. You need to heal. You need to move forward. If you don't move forward, the healing process, the forgiveness, it all comes back to you and you're miserable again. Yeah. You got to move forward. Don't look back. If you look back on everything this certain person did to you, you're back to square one. Yeah. You're, the memories come back. The pain comes back. Everything comes back. Look, Jesus forgave them on the cross. Yeah. Did he ever forget it? No. When when Saint Thomas, when Thomas approached him and said, Lord, my God, my my Lord and my God, right? What did what did Jesus show him? He showed him his wounds. So he he forgave those men, but he still had the wounds, right? It's okay not to forget completely, because that part usually 
Sometimes it could, but yeah. forgiveness, you know, it's it's they go hand in hand. No, it's, it's very you have difficult. to. The, I think I think in summary, what we're saying, right? We we want to forgive because we want God to forgive us, and we're saying in the Lord's prayer, we're saying through the Gospels, you can hear God saying, "If you want me to forgive you, you need to forgive others." Yeah, that's one. And then I would say the most practical reason, and this has certainly been true in in my experience, if you want to live joyfully. Oh. You have to make room in your yeah. heart for God. You have to. You have to forgive. Not holding a grudge doesn't make you strong or smart. It makes you miserable. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I've seen, I've seen men. I, I will, I'm going to talk as a man here, okay? And I'm definitely guilty of this. I think that holding a grudge and standing my ground and not giving an inch and not forgetting this person and yelling and screaming, I think that makes me manly. That is so dumb. Anybody can do that. Yeah. Anybody can do that. Makes you that. less of a man, actually. It makes it's weak. Yeah. I think it makes me strong. It's actually weak. What's strong? What's really hard to do? Yeah. To be humble in that moment and say, you know what? I forgive you. Yeah. That's hard. That is what I think most men can't do yeah. well. And that's what real that's what that's men what of real God men do. Are. That's and, what men and, of and God do. And what we talk about all the time. Amen. What is what is putting our community, our families, our church at risk? Yeah. It's men it's men who are, aren't led by God. Since forgiveness just you know, what leads to Get forgiveness. All fired up. We talked about this well last month is pride. Pride. We're so prideful. Yeah. I'm not gonna forgive. That's that's for weak people. I'm not exactly. weak. I'm a man. I'm a man. But my, that's, that's um, not the definition of manhood. My mom just tried to call me. Yeah. But mom, I'm doing a podcast. So forgive me. <laughs> she's not please, even watching us. Do you today. forget, mom? First of all, I forgive you for not watching. Second of all, please forgive me for not picking up. I love you so much, <laughs> Jeff. We're running out of time, we're man. Out of time, yeah. Last, last couple of announcements. I, I like I said earlier, we have we have two uh, men's groups. Amazing. Uh, Saint George starts next month. Saint Thomas men's group started last week. But please, uh, next Thursday, eight thirty at the Saint Thomas Hall. It's great. We have great fellowship, great talks, and um, we have our year, our annual, annual men's conference. Our annual men's conference coming up, yeah. um, October sixteenth. It's gonna be an amazing event. It's gonna be awesome. We usually get about four hundred men, so please, if you can make it out to that. I've heard so many men that have been there. Like, I didn't want to go. My yeah. friend dragged me, or I was just gonna go for two hours, and I ended up staying the, the whole, whole day. Thing, yeah. I want to bring my kids this time. Yeah. All that stuff. So we got uh, speaker Jesse Romero, which he's amazing. amazing. He's on fire. Yeah. And Pete Barak, he's also he's also awesome. We have coming up two. Man up retreats. I think one is next weekend yeah. and one is the weekend after for two different age groups. Every time I see Pete Bar- Barak, as I yeah. said, I want to say Pete Burug. Burug. <laughs> <laughs> and I get a little hungry. But anyway, yeah, that's coming um, up. So we have a lot of great things coming up. And we, of course, we talked about the two other podcasts. There's a couple, let's say something nice about Sean so it's not mad at us. Sean, Sean, your podcast is good. Sean, your there, podcast is good. Yeah. I mean, you have more You have more viewers than us. And that's because he, he yeah, buys. Listen, I, I don't say that he buys. No, he's got a buy. He's got a bot. He developed what's a little the, bot. What's a bot? It's, a, it's an automatic downloading thing so he can just say people click on it. It's fine. Is whatever. It free? Uh, he made it, I'm sure. Or paid no, somebody I mean, you have to pay somebody for it? Why yeah, can't, yeah. He, why maybe. can't we do that? Well, uh, is that you really down for that? I can make something happen. So half his downloads are fake. 98% of his downloads are fake. Listen, Sean, your podcast is better because it's longer and more boring. It's, yeah. sure, it's fine. <laughs> and, and we, then, have, we have the salty cat. He's yeah. super salty. He's, he's full of yeah, salt. He's got no room for sand. Bishop no Fulton Sheen could really do a number on that salty guy. <laughs> yeah, so we have amazing podcast. A lot of things going on with evangelization through ECRC. So please check out everything we have going on. Like 
us. Uh, like not, us. Not in person. That's yeah. In, I mean, in, please in, share our podcast. In life, liking us is hard. Yeah, but because I'm, we're going to get canceled pretty soon if you don't. So <laughs> listen, you and I are going to cancel for other reasons. <laughs> but 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 like our like our like us on uh, Apple Play. Leave a review. Spotify. Five star review, um, Spotify. Download us. Tell your friends. SoundCloud. There's we're all people over. Watching Laura Sheer Ishaki and Ann Garmo and Samira <laughs> yeah. Tomar watching. Thank you guys. Tell Thanks, your friends. Guys. Yeah, I'm we still. Your mom's not. Your mom's not. She's calling me again. I'm gonna go. Mom, I love you. I'll call you back in a minute. And then listen, we're gonna let you guys go, but don't ever forget you are your brother's keeper. Until next week, we'll see you guys. Bye-bye. You've been listening to an ECRC Martoma Productions podcast. To learn more about ECRC and our programs, visit us at ecrc.us.